Hello and welcome to Easy Rollers. This is Mike, your Dungeon Master speaking, and I am as always joined by Steve C as Volta, Steve B as Logan, Boehner as Lily, and Dan as Keenan. Thank you for joining us once again, and we hope you enjoy this episode, so let's get back straight to Baybaba. Easy rollers, as always. Um, episode twenty-three's recap: Lost in Astral Space. Thought it was a brilliant title, and other people thought so too. <laughs> um, so the recap: <laughs> Leaving Harriet in Castle View to oversee administration and organise a scouting mission to Atlantis to help establish battle plans. Party known to those at Castle View as the Devil's Bane left on Harriet's ship to head for Carn Lodir. Yes, I did just kick the toolbox underneath my table. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> While on their journey, they encountered a strange floating platform among the... Keenan recalled some past knowledge how cloud giants would set elaborate traps such as this uh, platform, and deciding they wanted none of it, they quickly scarpered and continued on their way. Arriving in the fjord dock of Carn Lodir, the party were approached by Indigo Alders, the dockmaster, who, seeing how poorly outfitted they were for winter in these parts, gave them some ill-fitting winter clothes. After establishing who they were and that they had come to claim their newly commissioned airship, they were given a letter to them from King Razanog himself. They were directed to their new ship, the Defiant, and quickly met with the captain, a dwarf woman named Ducalian Stain. She introduced various officers to them and invited them to dine with her and some of the other officers that night. They did so and got to meet a few of the officers and the ill-prepared ship's cook. After several days' travel, they arrived at Buckwin and proceeded to the hill that Harriet had investigated for them. After being dropped off, they investigated this strange metallic cave for themselves, only to discover, by activating its systems, that it was, in fact, an intact astral ship. They were quickly trapped inside as it proceeded to unearth itself and head into astral space towards a homing beacon that was activated unwittingly by Harriet. A rescue ship had been on its way, but now the party, after activating the ship, had instead taken their ship, the rescue vessel, uh, to intercept it. And that's where we start this episode, episode 24. Can I quickly chip in here? What did you just say our hmm. captain's name was? The captain of the airship is Ducalion Stain. Stain. Yes, that's right. You're telling me you call our captain Dookie Stain? No, I call him <laughs> Ducalion Stain. I don't, what's a Dookie Stain? Moving along. Carry on. If you don't want this to go very south very fast, just just gloss over. More things that I don't know about. <laughs> just, just let's just gloss over that one. More things in popular culture that I don't know about. Apparently, um, that's not popular culture. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> this is the first time. Even here. I know what it is. <laughs> you know what Dookie is? Yeah. I gotta make a Dookie, Dada. I don't know what a dookie is. This is the first time I've ever heard of a Dookie. What is it? A, a shit? Yes. <laughs> you've called them. You've called our captain shit stain. <laughs> Oh, fuck me, honestly, didn't know that. <laughs> so, um, well, guys, four minutes and 13 seconds in, and we've done it. Four minutes and 13 seconds I in. Think, I think we broke the DM. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's so much funnier because he didn't know. Oh. He's turned a beautiful okay. shade of beetroot. Okay, for what? a noble name, Ducalion. <laughs> What was the balsam called? Andrex. The, the word. Oh, God. The, how did they fit, though? How did you manage to get the last name of Stain? <laughs> where, where did this... Where's the inspiration for this person from? Fantasy name generator. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Other That's name generation profile things are available. 
Oh. Right, oh, well, maybe no. we'll do a, a retcon and change her name then. Nope. It can't be done now. It can't be done. Let me compose myself so that we can actually continue this episode. As they were on this astral ship, there was a rumour amongst the passengers. No one dared say it to her face. The captain walked around with a shit stain down her legs. <laughs> right, come on. Let's move on. <coughs> Allow me oh, to compose myself. No. Just change it. <coughs> Camaraderie or something. Bastard. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Now, if you remember, you dropped out of um, you dropped out of like hyper space. That's what we want to call it. The FTL drive shut off, and you were face to face with what looks to be a Klingon bird of prey. So that's all like longish middle section, and then the sort of swooped around wings, like two like gun looking things on either end of it. And you had made contact with. Um, Captain Kresik already, uh, Kesik, sorry, already, uh, who sounded to be like a goblin um, from the communication you had on your way in there. Um, so yeah, you're face to face with this this ship, uh, and you, it sort of moves. Um, as I said, in the front of this ship, you could sort of it was like windows peering out, um, and so you could you see it sort of move in, and it sort of goes above you. And then you hear a lot of metallic banging and clanking and what is it docks with your ship if you remember the hatchway was just above you and then eventually you hear uh, the iris goes and opens and your ladder uh, comes back down to uh to the floor so you can climb up if you so wish or you can stay there are we in like uh, our cabin area or the the deck where the windows are that you just described? We're in like a ship. I think. I mean, after the the picture. I want no more pictures of ships. I didn't draw a picture of the ship. I didn't draw a picture of this ship. No. Um, imagine um, Prince Amidala's silver spaceship thing in uh, Episode One of Star Wars. Something like that. Um, pretty much that sort of shape. Uh, no, it wasn't the Goblin Science Festival. <laughs> um, pretty much like that sort of thing. So yeah, you're just in like a cockpit area at the moment. I did explain there was like a door behind you led somewhere else, but you haven't gone that way. Um, but yeah, the ladder's dropped down and the iris hatch thing has opened. Uh, uh, and so if you, like I say, you can climb up there or you can wait here and see if anyone comes to you. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's up here. Up. <laughs> yeah. Any move. At a glance, <laughs> is, there, is there um, a bot just coming down towards us? No, no. As you as you like peer up, you can just see like um, some sort of shaft of its own ladder has obviously attached itself to your ship, and then up through there, you can just see beyond that there is another room. I mean, I say we, we go. Investigate. Yeah. yeah let's let's see what's happening. I say, don't worry. I will well, go up from the ship, go. making me feel a bit groggy. I'm going to follow your lead. I'll stay at the rear here. Can That's I sense the room, please? The, the one we're in? Yes. You're to sense it? No, no, sorry, search. Search. Oh, search it? Yeah. Just to yeah. see what's happening, sure. what, what we have there. So, oh, natural 20. Um, um, what is it you're looking for? Like... First of all, I would like to see, to understand where we are and uh, at the same time, see if there's any vibe in there. Yeah, I mean, great, because I mean, last episode, I mean, realistically, you weren't in here for very long. You got in, it took off and then you hit FTL and bang, you were like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't a particularly long trip. So, yeah, you haven't really had a good look around, but no, there's nothing valuable. It's... Just a bare room of control panels. You've got the window at the front. You've got that bizarre, like, uh, hologram console thing in the middle. Um, but no, there's nothing There's nothing valuable. There's nothing beyond that. It's just, it is as it is, as you saw. You know, very much what you saw is what it, what it is. Control I panel. Also, I try to comprehend what is happening because this is the first time I see something like that. And I am a bit shocked. About well, you know, I mean, from... Uh, 
just going off of your perception, your you know passive perception, you know that you look out the window, you can see stars. You know what stars are. Um, yes, but that doesn't mean yeah. that I don't feel overwhelmed. No, no, you can absolutely feel overwhelmed, absolutely. But um, you you do understand that this is some yeah. kind of a vessel, like an airship, but not, and it's taken you beyond the sky. Yeah. Basically, okay. um, how and why is yeah okay that's gonna be like but, yeah i mean because Baybaba isn't um a hugely technologically advanced world but it's got some level of advancement um i suppose you would probably be in like a renaissance period on on Baybaba, you know inventors are inventing brand new fit like telescopes and stuff they are aware that there is like stuff out there um but yeah uh I will make my way up the ladder and, and okay. take over the um, precipice. Cusp. Cusp. Oh. Over the, the threshold. The lip. The rim. The lip, yeah. So you climb on up. Dunk, 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 dunk. And as you're about to sort of crest over there and you sort of peer up, uh, firstly, you know, it's, it's, um, it's well lit, but it's. The interior is quite dark colours. It's, it's um, dark grey walls, uh, but they seem to be like uh, a bit softer, a bit, a bit more carpeted than what you've got. Um, well, not necessarily carpeted, but a softer material. It's not. It's got a little bit of give to it. But as you sort of look up and have a little gander at what's going on around you, these oh, two wow. huge boots just go bonf bonf right in front of you. And as you look up. Um, you start to notice in some kind of really bizarre armor. Uh, the way I described it, or describe it, is it looks a little bit like the armor um, out of Mass Effect. Uh, the is it Drax or something like that? That weird like the, the reptilian sniper creature. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like that, like just a, a great big hulking piece of armor. Um, and it's it's, uh, it's 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 some sort of plate. Um, it's white with blue trim and an emblem of a gold dragon on the chest, on one sort of part of the chest. Um, as you look up it's and you meet his gaze, you realise that his head, he looks like a dragon, it's draconic. Uh, but he does have some softer features and he certainly doesn't look as menacing as a dragon. Um, and he is... Uh, uh, where do I write that? Where's his colour gone? Oh, that's it. He looks... The colour of his scales is like uh, like metal, so it's like a steel-like colour. Um, and he looks down at you and he says, Greetings, I am First Mate Claxel. Welcome aboard. Please join me to the bridge. The captain wishes to meet with you. Um, where are we? You are on board of our ship. I don't think I actually named the ship in the last episode. Um, it is named so after our captain. It is the Keswick. Poop stain. <laughs> it's the poop stain. <laughs> Sorry, what was the actual name? <laughs> it is the Keswick, named Keswick. after our captain. He had it commissioned and built himself. And he, being a vain man, wanted it built after, uh, named after himself. Mm. Keswick, like the Lake District? I am not aware of any Lake Districts. <laughs> never mind, never mind. Oh, very nice, they do a very nice winter cake. In, mm. in brackets, I'll tell you it's K E Z I C K. Keswick. Hastily scribbles out name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that's like the Lake District in some schools. Yes. It's <laughs> very <laughs> diplomatic. Pleasure, <laughs> pleasure to meet you. Uh, lead, lead the way. Well, you're not up the ladder yet. Um, Keenan's gone up. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. He will wait for all of What's you. What's going on up there? The deck. He'll wait for all of you to emerge onto the deck, and you know, you can do your greetings, and then uh, he'll escort you down the corridors, and it sort of seems to um, just veer ever so slightly off to the right. But on a very gentle angle, and then it goes through, and a door sort of 
slides to the side and you're on this bridge. <laughs> Again, lots of different control panels, uh, a main seat in the middle, a great big window at the front where you can see uh, out into space. Uh, and this little goblin sat on this um, sat on this uh, uh, this chair, bald head. He's got a little soul patch goatee. Uh, he's wearing a bizarre looking blue jumpsuit that's got like various strange features about it. There's uh, he's wearing like a bracer. Um, it's quite bulky. It's got buttons on it. It's own little screen. And there's like little pipes coming out of places and into other places, and uh, it look, you know it looks very um, futuristic. There's some little lights on a panel flashing on his chest. Uh, he goes, ah, greetings! I'm Captain Keswick. Welcome aboard my ship. And um, who might you be? I see you obviously. Uh, I sent you to meet first mate Claxel. Uh, don't be alarmed. I know he's quite uh, quite an imposing figure, but he's a soft touch, really. Uh, and he is quite imposing. He's he's very very broad. This armor just makes him even bigger. But he's he's about seven foot tall. Um, and obviously, you probably guess that he's a a, a steel colored dragonborn. Um, but not a race you've ever met before, because they are not native in this game to Vaybaba. Well, he's certainly a big fella. Um, what is he? If you don't oh, mind. yeah, yeah. He he belongs to a race called the uh, the Dragonborn. I, I you haven't how have, you don't know of, of these people. Well, we don't know much about <laughs> any of this, really. We we stumbled across the vessel that we were on back on our... I don't, I'm not sure I would even know the word planet, <laughs> really. Real? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Your world, you would probably know it as a world or something like that. I don't and think you'd know that other planets exist, but they you certainly know yeah. there are moons and stuff, so you know, like, cause you can see a moon, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, but we just sort of pushed a button and ended up here. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, as I said on the communication, this ship you've come on is uh, the Star Runner. It's, it's been um, missing for centuries. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it landed on your planet or crashed on <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, I don't really know much about your world, but... Um, I guess we could fill you in on a few things. I mean, bring you up to speed. Clearly, you're. And he looks at your clothes, and you know, you're obviously some kind of uh, uh, less advanced culture. Well, they are out there. What? You're, Why you're... do you think we are less advanced? What makes you say that, Captain? Well, you don't know much about anything that we might expect people of a more advanced culture to know about. I mean, he points to this first place, like, you don't even know what he is. Well, he's got you, a point. You, you yes, say... I, sorry, no, I don't no, understand how, how knowing uh, what another race is, is going to show us uh, if we are advanced oh. or not. If, if they are not native to our realm, that doesn't make us less but advanced. They are a spacefaring race. If you don't know what he is, that means you're planet hasn't figured out how to traverse astral space yet so realistically you're probably not as advanced as other people you are going to meet while you're out here doesn't mean you're not less intelligent just means you're not there yet okay fair enough she doesn't she's not really happy with this comment this you can see Lily's you, a bit like... Hmm. You, Lily's not happy with any comments. No, she's not happy. <laughs> you say this ship was, like, lost for how long? Oh, century. Like, I don't know. A long time. Long that, time. That's long this ship that we're on. Oh, yeah, like, this ship? No, the ship you came here on. Um, the Star Wars yeah. was lost. It was uh, one of my uh, ancestor ships, so... You know what we are, right? We're we're goblins. You know that, right? I, I do oh, now. Met a, we've met a goblin before. I you've met many goblins because they live with the go the dwarves in Carnlode. <laughs> do you know what happened to it back then, or was it just a case of it it went missing? Oh, it just it just went missing, and we don't even know where it went missing. So obviously, you've solved a bit of a mystery. If we go on board and maybe download some data from its computer systems, then we might be able to find out where it was and where you need to go back to well hold what? on a minute i mean what sort of ship was it 
Is it a, a scout ship or not any sort of war? Uh, no, that is um, is kind of like a a small distance shuttle. It's not anything for long distance travel. So nothing to worry about. Oh no, no. I mean, whatever happened way back then. I mean, it's obviously not affected you now. Okay. What? Okay. Where, that, that's where we came from. But where is it we're heading? Well, I, the ship had an automatic uh, distress beacon that was activated, and it brought you to us. So uh, we were the first ship to pick up the signal, and br- it brought you to us. I, I, I see. Go on. I was going to say, what is it you are doing out here? the loneliness of this black stuff well we were coming to follow the distress beacon we picked it up we were coming to see what was where it was coming from and we were heading in your direction but now the ship's here we can't really trace it back to where it was because of course the ship's here but we can go on the computer and figure out where it was and you know that kind of thing well that would be good as lovely as this trip is, we do have some rather pressing matters back home. Yeah, okay. Well, um, we can certainly uh, do something to help uh, get you underway. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. Sorry? Just quickly, through the rings, um, I'd say to like the two that have got them, is there any way this guy could help us with what we're doing back there? <laughs> Who had the rings still? Everyone oh, well, been at, at the moment. I don't, I don't have a ring. I think it's everybody else. It, it was just as a very quick... Didn't you give her Ben's... I know Ben took the ring, didn't he? No, we, yeah. we're looking for someone still to add to Make. it. But just as a quick comment, it's like, do you reckon these guys can help us with back home? It's possible. Got Maybe. technology. Let's, let's just sort of keep it in mind, and then it'd carry on. Uh, I'll... Um, and he turns around to... Uh, to, to Claxel and he just says oh, Claxel could you um, get uh, Vapor and Breeze up here perhaps they could uh, go down and start the uh, upload process on the computers it is uh, it will be done Captain and he turns and he, he just down the corridor uh, so I'm going to get my uh, engineers on it they're going to go down uh, Vapor Breeze uh, they're um you might be taken aback by if you fought the heat look quite impressive you're going to be taken back by these guys they're really cool to look at for the first time why what are they uh, you ever heard of a race called the Ganass? the Ganassi? i don't have i no can't say i have I you wouldn't have done so. not being not, native not me, no no, no. Uh, they're a race called air Ganassi. sorry oh. dave I just said Logan sometimes gets a little gagassy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are they are they not native to Vapapa? Nope. Oh, I should tweak my backstory then. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but Nor's Keenan. No, but yeah, my half brother is half mm-hmm. Nasi. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Because you're not Keenan was never native to. Oh, yeah, that's fair. You remember he's part of the Empire. He... Yeah. This family would be part of the Empire. He's not part of... We don't know this. You, you serve Mal Norris. But then again, it's down to an intelligence check. Do you even remember that? You know, because a lot is... Remember? Uh, give us a roll. Do an intelligence check. Do you remember? Does he remember that in character? Give us a roll. Give us a roll. While we're really? talking, um, I'm Logan. <laughs> He reaches out like I don't know whether the, the captain would know, but he reaches out like for a handshake. I assume you yeah, know what that is. He shakes your hand. Eleven. Um There might be vague memories when he says Ganassi, but I don't think particularly like trigger, but uh he goes on to say, I well there there are two sisters, or siblings, um uh, Vapor and Breeze. Uh they they, they got like Bluish skin, and the weird thing that you're gonna find is their hair. Is it Aragonassi? They kind of look like clouds. The hair is like clouds. It's, it's hair, but it's like clouds. It flows on its own. It's like wispy and woo. It's great. 
Yeah, but they're you're going to be airheads. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose you could call it airheads. You know, Captain Physic, uh, I quite like you. <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of easygoing. But, um, what, I mean, what <laughs> is there anything I can sort of fill you in on at all? I, there's a lot of things you could really do with knowing. Um, um, you probably, you're, you're kind of placing an awful lot of trust in some people you've never met before on a kind of vehicle you've never been on before. Well, we don't really we have, don't have any other choice. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, we're part of... Um, oh, hold on, I need to get my data pad to come up and give me the information because I didn't print that information off to have the hand. Uh, so let me find it. Here it is. So he, just, he, he falls out. He's on his little um, thing on his wrist, just pulling up beep, 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 uh, bits and bobs as pages takes its time to open. Come on. So when you guys are, are are willing and happy to help us, for you don't want anything in return. Well, I mean, we might need to talk about some sort of work in exchange for taking you home. I mean, it's not, we, we don't have a limited fuel, for example. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about stuff. So we're a part of something called the Tandelson Alliance. Uh, Tandelson Alliance, um, we're in opposition to the Empire. So if you have any knowledge of the Empire, any allegiance to the Empire, then uh, I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to kind of drop those ideas because uh, we don't like those guys. Um, the Tandel Sun Alliance includes all races, Dragonborn, Ganassi, Orcs, ASMR, Tiefling, any race that you can think of in part of that alliance. If they're not in the Empire, they're probably part of that. Except for, he goes on to say, uh, the, the GIF, the GIF Yankee, uh, space pirates. Pretty mean, nasty guys. They want nothing but conquest and money and treasure. They'll work for anyone. Sometimes they come to us and we might offer them work, but they also work for the Empire. Uh, they're pretty self mercenaries. They're mercenary types, yeah. Um, and they will attack anyone they find. It's not a part of the Gifyanki Empire. Uh, you got uh, a couple others there. Uh, the Order of the Golden Dragon. You might have noticed on, um, on Claxel's chassis has a symbol of a gold dragon. And the Order of the Black Dragon. Uh, two widely different factions wanting completely different things out here. Golden Dragon, uh, heavily opposed to the Empire. Uh, they they kind of work with us as support. Uh, but, you know, they're kind of happy on their own. They're a good-natured gr uh, group of dragons and dragonborn. Um, I'm assuming your dragons are. They kind of populate all regions of space. Uh, yeah, we've had a few run-ins. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Um, and then the Order of the Black Dragon, they're kind of similar, but they're evil. Like They, they have no intentions of uh, helping the Alliance. They, they work predominantly with the Empire to help uh, bolster numbers if they have a particularly difficult invasion coming up. So... Um, yeah, there's uh, there's an awful lot to take in. That is <laughs> very much a lot to take in. Um, well, how, how does our world fit into that? Do we? Uh, is there anyone fighting over our land as territory, or? Well, I think we're kind of gonna have to. Uh figure out where your world is and then we can okay, okay maybe part of the payment could be directing you to the descendants of your lost spacefarers who still reside in our world sorry corpse repeat that bit i was i was just replying to steve that my internet's a bit dodgy i said maybe part of our payment to you for taking us back could be giving you some leads on the lost spacefarers there was descendants of the ship that we have come in. Who are yeah. You may find some interesting things have happened to their descendants. That'd be interesting to know what happened. I mean, uh, you said you you weren't surprised that 
me, so you must have my kind on your world, right? They have, and they also had a, a ship similar to this that they were researching. So we could maybe direct you to that ship, and you could hmm, take that as part of your payment, and maybe speak to your kin from afar. There were, well, yeah, I mean, there were, um, there were a, an awful lot of, uh, back in the early days, we sent ships everywhere to try and uh, find resources, to populate, um, not in any level as like the Empire, but we sent ships all over the place just to see what we could find and how we could advance ourselves, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we, that would be really cool. As long as we can find some way of refueling when we get there. What, what, what do, do you, you use as fuel? fuel? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a rare ore. Um, we have plenty of ores back on our world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we... well, if you have plenty of ore, then yeah, I mean, it's how, a pretty rare. How is it ore. called? How is it called? What What is the ore? Why do you always find the one thing I haven't for? <laughs> you say diamond. Um, no, no, it's not a diamond. It's it's a kind of rock, and it gets processed down, and it's it's called um, proletius. Proletius is what it's called. Well do, you, do you have any? <laughs> on board here, we could see it. It might be called something different where we come from. Yeah, we can uh, have we'll a look. It's not in its raw. It's not in the raw form anymore. Form anymore. It's uh, been refined. That raw, 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 raw. <laughs> Do the raw, raw. <laughs> I love you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> can I do so? For from what he says, I uh, can you do, do as a nature check to see if. We have something similar to our planet, or it's totally. I don't think you would know, even if you, even if you had seen it in by chance, you wouldn't know that it could be refined into some kind of fuel. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, by chance you might have seen it, but you just wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. um, cool. So while you're sort of having this little um, conversation. Uh, I'm trying to think which order I want to do things in. Uh, he says, um, So, well, I guess um, we better find you some quarters on board, or are you going to stay on the other ship? I mean, you don't really know how to fly it, so I guess I could leave uh, someone with you on that ship, and you, we could just fly in, like, tandem, I suppose? Um, like a little convoy? we got to get the data off the computer first, um before we can... <laughs> I don't know, guys, what do you think? I, I might feel safer in here rather than in a ship that we don't know how to fly I, by ourselves. I assume that it wouldn't be going too far to ask if you, has, uh, you have food on board at all. Oh, yeah, we got a... Are you hungry? Are you hungry I, now? I am starved. Oh, okay. I, I, the the travelling through the this black stuff made me feel woozy whilst we were flying up here. I can barely remember the, the last few hours. Oh, that's... Okay, I'll, um... Hold on, and he, he sort of... <clears throat> uh, Alexi! And it goes... Yes, Captain. Uh, could I get... Uh, what What do you like? And then hearing him say, what do you like to you, she goes, hmm, I don't know that one. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Have Damn chicken? Do you have chicken? Roasted chicken, maybe? <clears throat> uh, chicken? Uh, meat, meat? Oh, meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can get some meat. We can get some, uh, some roasted uh, axle pork. Oh, that sounds pork? interesting. Pork? I mean, okay, I'll, uh, I'll certainly go see. for that. Yes, Captain. Can I get some rocks and Alexel pork and uh, some greeny stuff? <laughs> Do you yes. have any beer, maybe? Oh, uh, uh, Alexi! Yes, Captain. Could you get me some beer, too? Yes, Captain. And then, about five minutes later, this little floating ball 
this little floating ball it's got like a blue you know like Alexa's got the little blue um, I thought you were going for the uh... <laughs> got the little blue um, little ring yeah. yeah yeah little ring yeah little blue balls it's got a little blue ring around and it, it comes in and it's got like little robotic arms it's just hovering a bit like the um, the floating ball that's on the Death Star, though, the, the, the tortured I can't believe I've thing. forgotten the name of it, but what's the little blue floating thing at the end of the first Halo? Not Cortana, the blue... Oh... That's what I, I know was what you imagining. Mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, well, it could be, yeah, it could be like those. Um, the thing that interfaces with the doors and what have you. Yeah, 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 I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> if anyone in the chat knows... But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, what, okay, one of those, but it's got like a little blue ring on it and it, it comes in. It's got little arms with a little tray. And you think, how the hell is it even carrying that? Because that is clearly far too heavy for this thing, but it is. And in comes this tray with like this dubious looking meat on it and what you would probably think of vegetables and beer. <laughs> beer. What, describe <laughs> yeah. this beer to us. What does it look and smell like and stuff? Oh, dear. Think of more like Romulan ale. It's blue and it looks like a glowing blue liquid. I mean, not meaning to be disrespectful, I'd grab it and cheers to him. Or her. Is it he or her? Oh, he's, it's a he. Captain, the captain's he. Yeah, he'll, he'll take a glass and he'll, he'll cheers with you. Okay, well, uh, tuck in. Um, I mean, we do have a mess room if you'd rather go and eat there rather than just have it all here on the bridge. I mean, it could get a bit messy, but... Um, are you going to join us, Captain, so we can get to know you a bit better? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll head on down there now, if you like. So uh, he leads you down the corridor, and you come into a room with a big metal-looking table and some chairs, and you can all sit down. And the robot places the the um, the tray on the on the desk and on the table and start taking bits off. Uh, but no sooner do you sit down, all of a sudden the whole ship violently shakes. <laughs> And then the uh, red alert goes. What is that? And then the computer starts shouting. Um, we are under attack. Gif Yankee Marauder incoming. We are under attack. Gif Yankee Marauder incoming. He goes. Oh shit! Great. Okay, everybody. Um, I, I don't really know what you're gonna do, but just, 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 just hang on here. And he starts running out of the room, <laughs> shouting. Claxo! Claxo! Get to the bridge now! And uh, they start running off. Um, at this point, we're going to roll initiative. Oh. Rolling, oh, rolling, rolling. One. Nine. Sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on Shout hang on. over you there. <laughs> Logan, nine. Lily. Fifteen. <laughs> what was Lily's? What was, mine was 13. 13. Okay. Um, and what was what was um, Keenan? Fifteen. <laughs> uh, and anyone? Anything for corpse? Nine. Nine. Also, is nine. You got to roll initiative, corpse. You can't just nine. <laughs> I've not rolled initiative. I'll damn you and all your horses you came in on. There's a, there is a couple of. Um, similar thing so we'll, we'll just i'll just do them in order um so this is going on the ship starts shaking more lights are starting to flash there's more um, hits come in and you hear on, on on the uh on the speakers i suppose um you hear the captain comes on and goes um okay uh Klaxel, you're uh, you're with us don't don't we, we, we let's not um Undark, keep the ship docked, and we'll just drag it with us. Um, and uh, so you hear him like scrabbling for for uh, what to do. Um, Starforge, get to the guns. Uh, vapor, breeze, down to engineering, just in case we need you down there. Um, guys, passengers, um, if you want to try and assist in any way you can, that's great. Uh, you can head to engineering if you think you might be able to help down there. They might need you to hand tool. Uh, you could go and find Starforge in the gun room. He might be able to help you. Um, that with that gunning, sounds I mean, you, something great fun. I'll, I'll go there. I'll help him. Yeah, cool. I think I want to battle too. I'll go to engineering. Cool. Okay. Um, so you start running. About, uh, what about um, what about uh, Wolfer? I guess we'll go two and two. I'll go to engineering. 
Cool. Okay, so basically, um, you guys don't really know what we do, so this is going to be skill checks. Skill checks um, abound. Uh, so you're going to go, um, stop running about, and uh, the computer says, those no. going to engineering, follow this light, and you start to see in the floor this, um, like a little, like a, you know, the lights on the, in, on the steps in the cinema or something like that? So mm. Start following this light, and it, it lights up orange, and you follow that. If you're going to the gun room, it lights up and it, it starts leading off in that direction. Um, in the gun room... Sorry, Karen. As they're going, I'm going to summon Bumpsy because I feel I'm going to need his help. I don't have a picture for yes. Bumpsy. Can you not get the other dude? No, I'm going to have Bumpsy because he can help me. On a side I'm not note, it's called the Allspark. <laughs> yes, Looking let's go. Damn uh, so, anyway. <laughs> uh, arriving in the, uh, the gun room, it's... A darkened room. Um, there is not much in here. It's quite a small room, but there's like a there's like a console table again, and there's these like 3D headsets. And you see as you go in there, there is a dwarf. Uh, he's got a white goatee, a mohawk, vibrant. Uh, he's wearing fairly tight trousers and boots with a vest and a leather jacket. Um, he's got some sort of weapon holsters on his hip, but he's got these goggles on and these like handles, and you can see him just like moving around doing all this stuff. Uh, and he's heard you sort of charge into the room. Uh, who was going into the gun room? Sorry, it was um, it was Logan and Lily, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Let's make a note. Uh, so as you go in, he sort of notices that two people have charged in. He goes, grab yourself a headset, grab hold of those handles, and you'll look at what the guns are looking at. And all you got to do is squeeze the handles when you've got something in the crosshair, and you'll shoot. All right? Go, okay. go, go! And right. you see him just like looking around like this, and he's um, you know, looking left and right with his handles. Much like you see anyone with like an Oculus Quest, like messing about, you know. Other headsets are available. Looking at this fellow who's going like, and seeing where he's got the, the headrest and the handles, he just got to pick them up and then fade to engineering. When you put it on, so you put these goggles on, and it like lights up this screen in front of your eyes, and you do see like stars. And as you move the handles around, you start to notice like you can see it moving in this screen. But then you see this other ship, this great big chunky ass looking ship. It's a big block of a ship, like whizzing along. And then these laser blasts just coming at the ship. And as you see them coming, you feel the whole thing vibrate around. And go, I'm like flinching as if they're hitting me, and. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Not yeah. sure what this yeah, is. You wouldn't have a clue what the hell is going on. But if you squeeze it, as you squeeze it, you see these green beams of your own go out of um, I feel like Chewbacca. what appears to be in front of you. So, you know, you it's clearly like some sort of camera on top of a, on a cannon. Um, for those going to engineering, uh, which is Wolfert and Keenan, you arrive into this room where it's sort of state. You start on a little uh, a raised up platform, there's some stairs dropping down. And there's um, what looks to be some sort of glowing chamber uh, with all different like swirling energies going on inside of that. Um, containers and tubes leading into it with handles on those, there's pipes, there's lights, there's all sorts of consoles everywhere. And these two air ganassi, um, who was described to you, uh, uh, you know, both, both obviously female, light blue skin, hair that's like wispy, like clouds flowing all over the place. Um, they're both wearing slightly baggy combat trousers, uh, loose-fitting shirts, and bomber-type jackets. Um, both of them have some sort of weapon holstered on their hip. They both have a sword slung over their backs. They've got like uh, goggles, like steampunky-type goggles on their foreheads. Um, and they're sort of like, chucking spanners and other tools left, right, and center, and shouting, at "Quickly, tighten that bolt down now! Get over there and do this. That conduit is going to leak if we don't stop." And as the more damage the ship starts taking, steam erupts out of various pipes and sparks fly all over the place. Um, and then uh, and Keswick comes back on the radio and goes, Great guys, we're all in position. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna have to flee. We're gonna flee. We can't jump to, to hyperspace with uh, the ship docked. We're gonna have to head towards the nearest planet. There is one not too far away. We can get there, but it's gonna take a little bit of time. You gotta hold them off, uh, try and shoot them down. And then over the radio you hear... Um, this dwarf, he goes, uh, Don't worry, Captain, I'll shoot the bastards out of the sky. I've got some help here now as well. Brilliant. Let's go, let's go. Um, so, we're in initiative order. We're going to start with, luckily, the ship that you're on. The Keswick is the first one to go. So, I'm going to make uh, an evasive check 
to see um, if it can evade. If not, then it's going to take some more damage. Uh, it does not evade. And so it's going to take... Uh, where did I put that down? 2d8. So not terribly much. Um, let's roll... That's uh, three, uh, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight points of damage on the Keswick so far. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, again, it's just, you hear the bam, bam. Um Next up is the, uh, the GIF Yankee ship. That is going to have a pop at... Um... No, what an idiot. What I, what, no, that's not right at all. You are in control of the Keswick. So I don't need to do that at all. So I'm going to take that back. Uh, there we are. There's a live action um, retcon there. I've completely copped that one up to start with. So, <laughs> the Keswick does not do that because you are in the Keswick. So the Keswick goes first, which stations get to do something. So here's the skill checks. Um, at the moment, we'll start with the gunners. Logan and Lily. Lily, you go first All right. on the gun. So I tried so, to use a gun. You are going to roll against the opposing ship's AC, which is 17. So, obviously, roll a d20. Uh, and, um, All right, do you want to add my... Does it matter uh, my dexterity or anything, or it doesn't? No, it's just straight up roll, because you have no proficiency in this. This is just luck. Three. <laughs> a three. So you... When you see the lasers fly off as a ship goes like whizzing past your view, uh, nothing. Um, Logan. Logan aims at the ship, rolls a 16. Uh, 16 does not hit again. Just um, yeah, I confused myself a little bit with the order of the um, initiative. We'll, we'll get him on the next one. <laughs> I did the ship's initiatives, but then that only dictates which of the two ships does action first. You're still in your action inside that ship, so um, that's cool. So the um, so Starforge, the dwarf, he's going to have a little shot, uh, and he also <laughs> misses it. Um, you see from your views, his things flying. That's a failure on shooting. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> So that's one failure on shooting. Um, in engineering, from all these hits, things are flying all over the place. Actually, <laughs> out. Um, out are you two, uh, Keenan? You're going first, so you can assist the two Ganassi. Um, so the way this one will work, yeah, well, we know how skill checks work. Obviously, three successes or three failures. Um, whichever one comes first, you can use any skill you like as long as it makes sense to use it, and you can only use it once. You must explain to me why you think that skill will be relevant. Um, the DC 15, uh, DC 15 um, for, uh, I want you to help DC 12. Uh, yeah, so DC 15 for you guys um, on your skill checks, and it'll be DC 12 for the Ganassi, because of course they're more proficient at this than you are. So um, make yourself a skill check. And uh, it's DC 15. So do I need to take? I need to take which skill check? You got to tell me which skill you're going to use and why. In one round, you can't use the same skill twice. Okay. So whatever uh, you use, corpse can't use after you. I feel fairly confident he won't. Do. I'm going to use acrobatics. <laughs> right. <laughs> to um to steady myself from the blasts and the ship that's going on so that I yep. can more effectively pass the tools I need to. Okay. DC 15. <laughs> DC 15. Oh, I think that works. It's plus seven. Yes. Uh, 18. 18. Cool. So you steady yourself. You maybe wrap something around your arm like a loose pipe or something to steady yourself. And you hear them shouting, quickly, hand me that hydro spatter. And you sort of look at what they're pointing at. You go, ah, oh, that one. And then you sort of grab it. And I know, I'm just making this off the top of my head. <laughs> you sort of hand it to them and they grab it. Great, thank you. And then boom, 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 that's a success on uh, on that one. Um, Wolfer. Yeah, yeah. You're in engineering. <laughs> yeah, How that's... Would you like to... 
it's fine. Um, I would like to use Bumpsy to give myself advantage on the holes with the help action. Gonna help yeah. Me. And I guess um, I will use. Um, <coughs> can I use? What can I use? Um, survival? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a great survival situation. Yeah, survival is a survival. That one is not a, not a very good roll. On that one <coughs> is a good roll. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. They so you pointing at water. Um, quickly grab hold of that lever and twist it now, quick. And you do so, and and you shut off this valve, and uh, steam stops erupting out of this pipe, and you hear one of these alarms going pew, 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 just go off. It just stops. So like, yes, great, brilliant. Two successes um, in engineering so far. We're going to swap around to the Gif Yankee ship. So this thing's passing by. Um, and it makes three attack rolls uh, against uh, your ship, um, which is a miss, a miss, and a miss. So another failure on its part. Um, sorry, the first failure on its part. It didn't make that was a, a cock up on the first round, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, a, it's its first failure. Um, three rounds of uh, a firing, all missed. It comes around to the Keswick again. Logan and Lily on the gun. Uh, doesn't particularly matter which order, but Hi. Lily is uh, first in initiative. 17. Uh, 17 just hits. Yes. Come on, Logan. It's not that difficult. Uh, sorry, I should tell you what you need to do. Um, roll 2d8 plus 2 for weapon damage. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. Three plus two, did you say? Five. Yes, two D eight plus two. Yeah, five. Five points of damage on that ship. Cool. No problems at all. Uh, I mean, yeah, you just sort of see like explosions as as you lay into it um, through your headset. And you see like, yes. maybe a little piece like, just like fly off into space. Uh, Logan. You're muted. You're muted. <laughs> God damn it. You've been waiting for so long to say it to me. <laughs> um, he takes aim as this ship comes past and he fires for... A 17. 17 just hits. That is what you need. So what, 2d8 what just plus 2. Was? 2d8 plus 2. 2d8 plus 2. So, as, yeah, as it comes by, you grip, you grip the, the handles hard and you <laughs> see the blast come out. A 4, a 4, and a 2. Total of 10. Cool. Uh, again, you see, like, explosions off of its hull as this blocky-looking ship just whizzes past. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's having a bit of fun. He's like, like block. It looks like a rectangular block with, with like all different like pipes and that. He, he forgets Imagine. for a second that he's got this thing on and he goes to high five like Lily's somewhere <laughs> and he's just like in the air. And then you hear the talkers, great work, lad, but don't get cocky. <laughs> and he's going to have a little pop off himself uh, and he misses. So he's like, because <laughs> his fingers is passed, but he, he misses. Maybe um, he's jealous of us. Do not think too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can do it. So that was uh, that was him. Um, I'm not I'm not going to mark down him as successes or failures because uh, it's not fair on you guys if I keep failing. <laughs> uh, but you had you had two successes on the guns, which is good. Um, cool. Uh, back to engineering. Um, Keenan. Okay. Is there anything new happening, or is it the same? Same sort of thing, just little alarms going off here and there, just trying to keep pipes from bursting and stuff from all the hits it's taken. Okay, I am going to roll Persuasion. Okay. So you don't want the Hydro Spanner, you want the Flux Crapiter. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. That nice avoidance <laughs> of copyright there. <laughs> Um, 19. <laughs> 19. Uh, probably going to be a success. I, I will, um, I will, I will challenge that with their intelligence. Uh, <laughs> plus two. 
What did you say, 19? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they look at each other and it's like, what, what, what's he doing? Yeah, I think he might be right. Okay, yeah, yeah, pass over, quickly, quickly. How do you time to kill us? <laughs> uh, you chuck this, this weird box looking thing with these glowing lights all over it, just at, it says danger, don't touch or whatever on it, and you just throw it at them. And they start installing it into this console and like, start rooting, like, patching wires into it and stuff like that. Um, nope. That is a success in engineering. Taking up to 88 miles an hour now. <laughs> yeah, limited speed. Um, uh, Volta, um, we've got enough successes, but I'll let you have your go um, so we can so see what happens next. Awesome, then I will go with deception as if I know what I'm doing. No? Okay. I will pretend I know what I'm doing with a little deception. And um, the advantage roll is a 30. <laughs> what? 30? It's a, nat it's a natural 20 plus 10, so it's a 30. Jesus, this okay, guy yeah, should be 100%. fucking captain. 100%. <laughs> what is it you would like to say? I would just like to assume that I know what I'm doing and pass them things randomly. Take and this, they are, do that, go on to do that. You need they this are one. Very, very <laughs> happy and willing to take whatever you give them. They're like, okay, I, um, yeah, we'll find something to do with that. Thank you. Like, <laughs> just doing stuff. Um, over the over the radio, um, or over the communication, whatever. Uh, here, Keswick, come back on. Uh, great work, guys. I'm, I don't know what you've done, but um, yeah, I mean, they, they seem to be like backing off a little bit, and with with our powers actually uh, increased slightly. Um, let's go. We're just going to head to this nearest planet. We're going to try and outrun them. We're going to get down there and hide as best we can, because um, we can't outgun them up here. We, we, we're we're, we're going to get toasted, so let's just go. And um, he flies the ship off. Uh, you can head out of those stations to the bridge again, and you sort of see in view this very green-looking planet um, coming into view, and he sort of drops down, and you do notice that the odd laser blast whizzed past. Uh, missing the ship, but you see it sort of whizz past the cockpit. Um, yeah, they're still chasing us. We're going to have to get down there and uh, and just do what we can. Uh, be ready for a fight. And uh, I'm telling you now, these Giff Yankees, they're pretty tough. So uh, be ready to bring your A game. And well, they down. haven't met us yet. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what you can do. And they, they drop down. He drops down through the clouds. It's a like a rainforest before you. And it, you just, he swoops down in amongst the trees. He sort of lands in this clearing. It's right quickly. Um, look, we're just. So your ship's underneath it. So he's almost actually landed his ship on your ship right now. <laughs> so, didn't really think about that one, did I? Uh, he sort of landed right on top of your ship. It's like, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a drop, but we're just going to have to jump out the hatch, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but this is get out of here because they're going to come and they, they're, they're pirates. They, they're going to be interested in this ship and your ship. They're going to. Find whatever they can, they're gonna take it. Don't worry, there's nothing particularly valuable on board the ship, it's just food and supplies. I'm guessing there's probably nothing on your ship because, uh, well, you didn't really plan to come out here, so let's just go, let's just go. And he leads you to the exit. And it's like it's like a Millennium Falcon, this ramp comes down, uh, and that's underneath the cockpit bit, so you drop down a deck and then it just drop. this ramp drops down and it's like a, I don't know, like a 20 foot drop. Well with screen below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a sort of twenty-foot drop, and he's like, "Okay, um, well, this isn't going to be great." D6 bludgeoning for everyone. In fact, um, two D6 bludgeoning because it's uh, twenty feet. Oh wait, I'm a monk. Oh, I can do a. Th I can not. <laughs> I'm going to deduct points off of all of their HPs as well. Can I not cast levitate at villain just float in space? You can do whatever you like. My 2d6. If you have an ability to get down there without hurting yourself, then go for it. I can just gradually turn levitate off and float gradually down. It's fine. Cool. Can I roll acrobatics to see if I can actually... If you want to roll acrobatics, mm -hmm. I'd say DC 10, because, you, you know, it's not particularly difficult. You can see what, you know, you're not doing this in duress. Um... With advantage, and then um, if you're over a 10, then half your 2d6. Okay. Do, 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 do. 
Nineteen. Yeah, like, cool. Half damage, okay. Yeah, uh, and you know you'll chop down, take whatever damage you've rolled, unless you have the ability to uh, levitate, and you can. Uh, you can uh, you can help yourselves um, to get down there, but he um, since you're down. Um, okay, cool. Me too.